Welcome to season two of the Pines and Perspectives podcast hosted by Wellhouse Church. This show understands that there is quite a bit of diversity amongst the body of Christ. So we operate according to the motto that certain things are fixed, like the essentials of faith, and the best beer is served on tap, while everything else is just a matter of perspective. <sighs> let's go, let's go, let's go. Oh, snip, snap. you, <laughs> boy. Never mind, I can't do it. I can't even do it. Snip, snap, you, boy, is not right back. Okay, after four minutes of nonsense monologue that my I will goodness, cut out in editing, welcome back. It was back. dialogue. It was definitely between the two of us. Well, I guess it was. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah. it was definitely it was nonsense, pointless. and it will definitely be cut out. Yeah. But there may be some B-roll clips Maybe coming, the people so. want it. There may be some B-roll clips Welcome we'll to see. Pints and Perspectives. That's right. Welcome back to another episode. Have you? Whoa, 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 viewer and listener. I have, a, I have beef. I have beef. Can I bring the beef? Go ahead. You have not liked and subscribed and shared it's true. and commented now's the time it's true if you were to get hit by a bus today do you know where you would be in terms of liking and subscribing to pints and perspectives you missed my joke bro no i caught your joke no I you just didn't. not sure how i felt about your salvation joke uh your altar call joke Sorry, however is it inappropriate is this no not it was not space? that was funny this is not uh, a safe space no this is absolutely a safe space comment however, below was that a funny joke or not probably not no that was definitely a funny joke i'm not convinced well you know. can we drink beer uh, sorry what were you gonna say we can't i was going to say it is a funny joke because uh liking and subscribing is the call <laughs> Your, so, your uh, purpose in life, your calling right. in life. That, that's the call to action. It's the call to action. You, we need you to walk down the center aisle right now and smash that subscribe button. Atta boy. Atta boy. Now let's drink some beer in celebration of that. Amen. Hey. Uh, <laughs> praise God. Uh, okay. So continuing in Oktoberfest, I have Oopa. the- Is that right? Uh, I should not. That's cultural appropriation. Go ahead. Yeah. I got no idea. And that's why I don't even try. <laughs> I do my little history bit and that's it. Okay. Go. Um, this is the St. Arnold's Oktoberfest. St. Arnold's is a fantastic brewery in Houston. Yep. Some of the best. This is Carbock Brewing. Carboctoberfest. Funny. Uh, they, uh, they are a Houston brewery, but they They're sold sellouts. out. Uh, sellouts. But you know, if MBEV came to me and was like, hey, you want $20 million for this business? I'd be like, yes, please. So go off, sis. You better not. Um, I mean, Bavarian style Marzen is what this is. A Texas cheers to German beers Ooh, clever marketing i like it 5.5 alcohol by volume 25 ibus 12 fluid ounces in a can and a boy well cheers cheers metal on uh aluminum get it open over there unimpressed oh three three no hype nothing to live to it's like it's like oktoberfest flavored water oh there's just no body to it i'm just so bored oh my god sorry damn I mean, it's, you know, to be fair, I think uh, they were the first people to put recycled damn it on a can. 
<laughs> and so I oh, think yeah, it says recycled. Damn it! Look yeah, at you. they get at least a three from me for that. Well, uh, so you think it's worth a zero, or you just don't value that value? <laughs> because people have redone that shit, and now it's on everybody's can. But they so were the true. first ones to do recycled. Damn it! Look, man, they're from Texas, and I really enjoy. There's a lot of Carbock beers. I mean, they sold out. Whatever. Okay, we give them grief for that. But there's they have a lot of beers that I love. Hopadillo is a Hopadillo. solid IPA. But they're a clown. What is it? They're double IPA. What is it? Um, Rodeo clown. Oh yeah, my yeah, lord, yeah, yeah. my lord. Um, so they do. Well, really also great beers. they have the Crawford Buck, which they for do, me it's I a love little too. It's a little sweet, but it is like a nice. It. I like it. It's a nice. But this evening uh, beer, Carboctober, can kick rocks. Oh, damn. not feeling it. So I, I, I'm not going to give it a zero. It is a beer. <laughs> it does have classic Oktoberfest flavor notes. I will give it that. So it is, I, I get it. We'll give it a four. Amen. Okay. Good night. Okay. All right. All right. October, uh, Oktoberfest from Carbock. Dude, it not just, good. It just had like, I just took it in the soup. It has like no flavor. It's Damn, sad. That sucks. Well, look uh, on this podcast, all you're ever going to get is honesty. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Carbock, I was fighting for you all the way down I mean, to the death, look, uh, but it's we'll, over. We'll do some other Carbock. Uh, St. Arnold, you take the stage as you always do. Oh, it's a good beer. Um, yeah, it's it's great. It's everything you want in Oktoberfest. It's not too sweet. It's full-bodied. Lots of like, all the German styles that you like love to get out of Oktoberfest. They're all there. Yeah, it, I mean, it's a solid like 7.5. It's yeah. just great Oktoberfest. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's interesting is I wonder where people listen from. Like, y'all probably can't even get... I, I don't think St. Arnold's distribution is very wide. This is true. To be fair... I, I, um, I honestly don't know, though. Maybe to be is. fair, I should have mentioned this. 30% of this podcast um, is <laughs> actually... Local uh, stuff. ...is uh, in India. Oh, whoa. What's up? Yeah, nice. Hey. I forgot to mention that's 6.6%. I'm pretty ABV. confident you can't get St. Arnold's in India. No, you cannot. I apologize for that. that. But uh, cheers to Oktoberfest because I know cheers. you can get beer there. Uh, okay, there you go. Cheers. So, cheers. Also, to be fair, India, since we're talking about you and shout out, um, India is the only other country that has an export agreement with um, Scotland to get Pete to include in their whiskey. Hey, look at that. Yeah. I also, have, I, India, other alcohol facts, the I in IPA is mm -hmm. India Pillow. From the India trading room. Yes. Okay. Shout out to India. All things India. All things India. There you go. Um, let's talk about eternity. Eternity. Um. If you just got that song reference, comment, somehow contact me. I will buy you a beer. If you're in Houston, apparently. <laughs> if you're in Houston. If you can identify that song that I just sang, I will I will buy you a beer, maybe a six-pack. I got no idea. Well, I'm not going to tell you because... That's okay. You buy me beer otherwise. So. Okay. Eternity. You got any thoughts about eternity, you ex-evangelical deconstructing Christian atheist? Does it exist? Do you think it does? If so, what is it in the way you define it? If, if you've if you've said that it doesn't. If I don't Okay, look. So, if you haven't been listening to the larger conversation, 
I'm going to assume you've heard my views on some of these other linked topics. But if I don't exist for eternity, does eternity exist? And I'm not trying to center myself. I'm just saying if biological life is eternal in the sense that it constantly reproduces itself, that's one thing. But if I don't have a conscious existence, a conscious awareness of eternity, does eternity exist for me? Is that too meta? No, I okay. think that's a great question. I don't think it does. I think I would agree with you. But you believe in an afterlife, thus correct. The, so you do. So, but wait, you don't think eternity? You don't think afterlife is eternal? What? No, I do. I just don't think if you are a person oh. that doesn't think that there's anything after life, then I probably think life's probably over for you after life dang but you're saying that if i could do the mental gymnastics to believe the way that you believe nope. i will end up in nope. some eternal existence nope. nope i do have a caveat though okay what's jesus do yeah I jesus the blood is of my jesus? caveat i jesus is the key to this in some way i am not the master no you are locksmith. not you are not the um, locksmith and so i like allow God to reserve the right to say how close to what version of Jesus you got to get. But the fact that you have moral influence theory, I think gets you, I think that probably gets you there. Even if you don't believe all this other stuff, the way in which I read theologians and I know church tradition would disagree with me, but I usually say that I stop counting church tradition. I stop counting any creeds after Nicaea. For me, Nicaea is where it's You're at. Such and a everything, purist. I know. Everything. Well, I am in most things in life. You do know this. And so I pretty much say anything after Nicaea is like fair game. If you can get on board with Nicaea, cool. Um, okay. But, uh, uh, make a note. Wait, I want to no, discuss no. that at some point. Go okay. ahead. Okay. But here's my caveat. There are things about Nicaea that talk about Jesus that you would go, oh, yeah. Okay. I see. I see elements of truth in all of that. Okay. And I don't know that there's anything about Jesus you would disagree with. Oh, oh, credo. Oh, you're saying yeah. I'm still, though. Well, I'm we're not having credo. that conversation. I got you. But I got you. I got you. What I do know is the creed doesn't exclude anything Ooh. that says moral influence theory okay, is look, a key. Look. And so, yeah, I like I got it there. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't worry about that. I'm going to make a I'm going to make a content pitch right here in the middle of this episode. After this series, if you don't have something planned, we should go line by line through the Nicene Creed and we'll see if I'm a heretic okay that sounds like fun okay uh, um, we will do that that's one episode but okay, we so, will do that so episode. back up so you think so there's nothing in the there's nothing in the nicene creed about eternity so you think it's fair game is that your point no 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 well no 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 what i mean is is that as far as like you an individual getting uh -huh. in i think jesus is the key oh, i don't yes, know yes, exactly yes, how that's going to happen i don't know exactly what the criteria is going to be on how close you but jesus clearly matters to you in your life and the way in which you live and conduct yourself according to people you got beef with god you need to work your shit out with god whoa. not me whoa so there you go that's how i feel now we got beef too bro um okay so what's your view of eternity then since you know you're getting in i think eternity is isn't that beautiful you hear that bird chirping that's why the window's always that? open can y'all hear that no, sorry okay what that. is what is your definition of eternity um 
My definition of eternity is that eternity is a state of existence. Okay. <laughs> what? Give me more. Here. Oh, here. Pause. Oh, no, he's grabbing a book. He's grabbing a book. Oh, he brought a book this time. I will, I will read something. Oh, no, no, no. It's not this book. How many books do you own, Cullen? Do you own a lot of books? Do you read? Actually, to be fair. Oh, that's my book. The Christian Heretic uh, lent me this book. I, I, I own a lot of books, too. Uh, <laughs> People hate me, I'm sure. This you podcast, nerd. They're like tuning off. Like, yeah, they're right, like, who is right this now. clown? Okay. He like um, yes. I think eternity is a state of existence. And okay. The, okay. So I need to explain this. Now, I also need to clarify. This is philosophical theology that we're about to do. Okay. We're about to talk about time. This is all Ooh, philosophical. Fun. Yes. The Bible has some thoughts about time and, and some things that it communicates. But once again, we don't build theologies off one-off verses. Yeah, that's good. And so I want to give the caveat that this is philosophical theology. Okay. There is no biblical basis for any of this. Good. <laughs> time, I think, in the way in which I understand it, time is an extension of grace. Yes, you've tried to do this with me before. Okay, because time's an extension of grace. Because evil is the enemy, right? We're, we're sitting here having an afterlife oh, I don't theology. Know. I don't know. You said death was the enemy. Well, and I think we've been round and round the mountain on that one for a minute. <laughs> well, death is death is the antagonist to the story. Oh, right, in the narrative. Okay, in the Evil narrative is the enemy. Okay, evil's the enemy. Go ahead. Um, which becomes embodied in the caption of the story in the Antichrist figure. Okay. Uh, or... As First John interprets it, Antichrist figures, plural. plural. Okay. Um, so, anyways, I think this like understanding of time is a gift of grace because why can't that evil figure, which we've identified a lot of ways, you know, Paul personifies it in death and sin. Uh, the Gospels recorded as the tempter or Satan, you know, uh, the Hasatan, which is confusing in job like yeah that like that figure that representation of cosmic evil the embodiment of death and sin and oppression and all mm -hmm. the things that we're against um the reason that person cannot be forgiven is because they did something in eternity that ruined that corrupted their eternity we have been given a gift of time where every day is a new day. If you look around, this is my It's metaphor. like the like the time time is like the armor of God. <laughs> it's what? protecting us from making fatal errors in eternity. S Satan made a fatal error in eternity and he has to live with the consequences for eternity. But we get the grace of time, so we make errors in time and we get the ability to rectify those errors in time. Whereas if we would have made those same errors in eternity, we would have no recourse to rectify them. Is well, that what you're arguing? Yes, but to be fair, all of this is corrupted because this embodiment of evil, Okay. this embodiment of evil corrupted eternity and oh. and and is therefore came down and tempted humans to corrupt their existence and you know once again philosophical theology in a parallel universe 
the eternity universe in the uh the state of existence in the time. state of time and this is why god can be everywhere because it's oh a parallel universe gosh. god but is dr strange sure i'm not a marvel rick person. sanchez god is rick rick sanchez is god Based on no this idea. definition, Rick Sanchez it. is, in fact, God. And if you get that reference, then cheers to you, because <laughs> that's a pretty obvious reference. Okay. Go ahead. So, yes. God is able to move across both of those. Uh, both of the, those planes. Well, plane well of all, of, all of spirituality. Can. Sure, sure, sure. All of spirituality. Oh, can. wait, what? But, but what I'm saying is this has all been corrupted. And I, I'm not. I'm saying that time, there will be a time again in the afterlife where there will be no more time. I, I hear you. It will turn into eternity or the exist the existence experience will be eternity. It will be a eternal state of existence. A, a eternal state of being in existence. Yeah, okay. an eternal state of existence. And time so stop. time stops. And so grace, like time is a gift of grace so in grace that way. grace stops. Well, grace is no longer needed because, because you're, you're in perfection. You're in paradise. And that doesn't mean you, a person, become perfect. But it does mean that you're in a state of progress, a perfect progress. I think you. We will. Still I believe in theosis. I will be perfect. No, you will be perfecting for eternity. Yeah, because you're going to have all of these people with all of these knowledge and worldview and all of these thoughts, and you're going to get to walk around and explore oceans and mountains and wildlife, and you're going to get to go to a petting zoo outside your, you know condo or whatever however we all live you just told on yourself that's what you dream about yeah. <laughs> i do i'm a nature person i do love no, no 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 a condo next to a petting zoo that's what you <laughs> no, want in life no, <laughs> let's be clear no. that was just me putting together petting zoos and apartments condos ownership oh my yeah. god okay go ahead yeah uh, I, that I, was but, revealing but just yeah, in other ways you'll see what he wants in life oh he's a simple man he likes long walks on the beach <laughs> Condos next to petting zoos and a nice cold beer every once in a while. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. So I think time is a gift of grace and eternity is an existence, a, like a state of existence where time is no more and we forever live. So the existence of time is grace. Okay. I'm following your premise here. I'm not buying it, but I'm following it. Time. So, would you equate the two? Time is grace, or like grace involves more well, but, than just time. Well, but see, I believe in like levels of dispensations of grace. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, I would say that time is one dispensation is one. Okay. of grace that is a universal grace because I sure, do sure, believe sure. that God gives universal grace. I don't believe that God gives yeah. salvific universal grace. But like, but why? See, that's a different conversation. But do why? you want but free why? will? Do you want free will? Do you hold your children? Do you hold your children captive? Do you enslave your children to only do what you want Wait, them to but do? But now you're having a conversation about free will and determinism. No, I'm not having a conversation about free will and determinism. I'm asking you: Is that the question? Because why? Why would I not choose to worship a god that enslaves everyone if they choose not to worship them? Yeah, because I no. wouldn't do that to my own children. Wait, but you're equating in you're equating. Um, universal grace, salvific universal grace with slavery. Why? How? Because if someone lives their entire life choosing not to do the they things they should have of God, the ability to reject God. Well, in the same way, do you give your children the ability to reject you? 
Well, of course, they have okay. the ability to reject and, me. And when they turn 18, do they have the ability to go away from you and never talk to you again? Well, I mean, they have that ability right now. I mean, if that's really what they wanted, they could we could figure out a way to make it happen. Exactly. And so if one of them did, would you enslave them to keep them there? No. Okay, so why do you want God to do the same thing? Okay, this is a different conversation. This now, is a, now, eternity. We just went to soteriology. Yeah, now, eternity. <laughs> okay, so so eternity is this state of existence. And because I believe in multiple dispensations of grace, okay, right. another dispensation of grace, for example, the breath in your lungs. If yeah. I believe well, God to be say. the author of life yeah, 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 yeah. and sustainer of said life, yeah, yeah. then the breath in every human being's lungs, including the ones that do very, very heinous, heinous things. All people. Because All you know what? Yeah. Parents... Do a lot for really, really heinous children. I worked in a family law law firm. <laughs> Parents true. are willing to do a lot for a lot of really stupid kids. And so, yes, every Truth. individual that has life in their breath, in their lungs, I believe that is a dispensation of God's grace that they are continuing to try to have a relationship with that child until the point that God says, I got to let you go. So what with eternity... Uh, it's just such an interesting concept that what you're saying is like time and eternity are two separate things. Like eternity is not a measure of time. Eternity is no measure of time. Because, eternity is, because eternity existent, is a state of existence. A state of existence. Um, That's why what happens in eternity cannot be forgiven. So why do you think, man, I don't know, maybe this is like a total rabbit trail. Okay, but okay, so time is grace. So if, we so what implications does that have for your like day-to-day life if time is grace like because then, then well, have you then, ever heard a married woman say i never want to go to bed angry yes time is grace because tomorrow is a new fucking day bro well literally the sun dies every day and resurrects every day before our eyes time is literally a representation of a do-over the days the years the decades, the centuries, so the millennia. So you don't really care how time is measured. You can measure it any way, but eternity is an exi- a state of existence. It's not a measure of time. Time is a gift of grace. Yeah, it's interesting. So you would not, so like aging. Okay, well, I don't know. You stumped me. Time is grace yeah i like it i like the premise well i mean i there's no possible way to know that like eternity is something different because well of course no i would go yeah. back to the beginning of right, this right. episode exactly. that, like, this is why there's a question mark in the in the title right because series. i just don't know that i exist past my biological shutdown right and you know what if if you lived your entire life where you're where you were telling your kids Hey, I got a trust fund for you. Hey, I got a trust fund for sure. you. Hey, I got a trust fund for you. And you're going, nah, I really love you and I want your example, but I'm going to keep doing it along my own way. I, I'm not interested in that. I don't, I don't really think that, but I'm going to keep doing it anyways. Um, yeah, I totally believe that I would be the kind of ones like, okay, well now I'm just going to transfer it to your grandkids. Like, and so like, yeah, and you're going to keep following and doing all the things, modeling your life according to Jesus. And so, yeah, it's like, okay, well, if they really didn't want it, I'm still going to give it to them. I saved it for them. And so I'm just going to give it to their grandkids because that's the best I can do here. But God actually does control eternity and entrance into eternity. And if I could, 
I would give that to my kid that did that. What if you believe something different about eternity? Like, what if you come from a different religious tradition and your concept of eternity is something just radically different from the... Because the premise there is like the Christian concept of eternity is... Correct. So, yeah. Like, what about reincarnation? What if I believe that I'm going to be reincarnated? Okay, so I think this is a conversation we need to have on the next episode. Okay. The (laughs) next episode is going to be about judgment. And I think judgment, we need to talk about where judgment is placed, which, once again, I don't know. I'm going to give you a lot of options about where judgment can be placed. We don't know nothing. I'm also going to say that this falls into the category of what I call pluralism. Okay. And I can explain okay. this in purgatory. Okay. Because that's because for me, I also believe in theosis. And so I believe that every person is in pursuit of divine likeness. Deification, the, glorification. Correction. Yeah, correct. Correct. So the way in which they do that is through appropriate measures or inappropriate measures. Yeah, you've mentioned this before. This is also a conversation about sin. This is the way in which sin and death enter the world because oh you gosh. have this need for divine likeness. And this is Genesis 3, right? You will be like God. It's this pursuit of divine likeness, but you're doing it in an inappropriate manner. And so. The question is appropriate. Who gets to determine appropriateness? I think I, I keep asked telling this the you last this. Time. God. God at Judgment Day. The thing I'm about to talk to you about. So, okay, 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 okay. So okay, okay. at I'm Judgment Day, God yeah. will do this. And I think at Judgment Day, depending on where you place it, this is what I personally think. And I don't know where to place it. So I'm going to give you a few options when we talk about judgment. But I think there will be a sorting. And at Judgment, and there may be two, Revelation gives you an option to have two. I don't know if you want to pull the Bible out, though. Uh, well, you know, we're at the 30-minute mark. There's no need yeah. to pull out the sword. Revelation does give you an option for two judgments. But um, if, if there's a judgment where you judge for annihilationism, okay, like who will not be resurrected, yes, but you leave space for a second judgment of some way, which is a continual relational judgment, which is more so what? what I think you get out of the Revelation storytelling. We can pull the Bible out. But if you do this, then you make space for a purgatory, that there were people in pursuit of divine likeness in, in appropriate slash inappropriate ways. They were close, like in the same way I say we're all going to be in progress, even in our state of eternity. We're all going to be in progress. So people got to work their shit out. I think there are Hindus and Buddhists and Muslims yeah. and all kinds of people that need to work their shit out. And I got a whole thing. I actually think there's like a vein within purgatory that's a big question mark for me that might just be all be all paradise and it's the Abrahamic religions in, in totality. Wow. Okay. We, but that's the way we, in which they all touch Jesus. I have so much to say, but we need to stop. And so that purgatory conversation is going to be pretty good. Well, We'll get to it, but first we gotta have a conversation about judgment. That's true. I'm judging you right now. You can tell me on the next one why you were judging me right now. That sounds fun. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Pints and Perspectives podcast hosted by Wellhouse Church. Be sure to give us a rating and a review if you enjoyed the episode. It's free and it helps us immensely. Also, feel free to check out our other podcasts.